A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening. Yeah, that's right. It's us. We still have a podcast. We haven't left. We're still here. I'm John Marthaler. Uh, with me tonight is Stuart. Uh, anyone Stu, else? that's your cue. That's your cue. We practice this. Where's, where's where's everyone else, John? I'm scared. I don't know. No one else is. No one else is here. Brandon is. I don't know where. Uh, our, our good friend, Doctor Chicken Fingers, is not here either. It's just you and me. Well, I know. Uh, I th- Broxy had made some hint about being on the West Coast. I see. But he was. Vi- but he didn't say West Coast of what. Right. And and I know right now it's commencement season, so Dr. Fingas is giving a lot of those, you know, big money, you know, addresses right. to the graduating classes of 2018. That um, is a man tell, who gets some mileage out of his mortarboard, let me tell you. Oh, my God. I mean, just, you know, I mean, I, I mean, they're good speeches. I mean, telling them how to put the mortarboard up their own butt is, yep. it, it, it takes some doing, but it's a... It's a helpful thing. So it's it's not um, only it's not empty platitudes with Doctor Fingers. No, it's 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 you can use what he's telling you. You can. It's a stream of invective and horrifying <laughs> personal injury to self, but it's definitely not your run of the mill, you know, right. graduation speech. So I do give him credit for that. It's unforgettable in so many mm-hmm. different ways. Um, mm-hmm. We don't. It's been a couple of weeks for us. One of the weeks we just forgot. Last week we also just forgot. So we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the problem is the Vikings haven't done anything that we particularly needed to talk about. <laughs> but what we do need to talk about is the Timberwolves and specifically Carl Anthony Towns and specifically how we can stop Tom Thibodeau before he ruins everything. Yeah. Um, now, the genesis of this, as I understand it, was an ESPN podcast. I think that's right. The um, power of the podcast. Yeah. However, I believe this has been confirmed by other sources who aren't us, who are people we read on Twitter or on on the Star yep. Trib, um, saying that there are there is some truth to the rumor that... Um, the relationship between the best player on the team and the guy who yells a lot, who has an immense amount of power on the team is not in a good place right now. Yeah. When you say he has an immense amount of power, Tibbs has literally all the power. There's, there's no one to stop him. There was an, there was another report about he and Scott Layden, who is nominally the general manager. Like, I mean, he's, he's Tibbs right hand man. He just does what Tibbs, Tibbs wants. Apparently, mm-hmm. they had some sort of knock them down screaming match that may or may not have ended with Thibodeau throwing a computer monitor through a window or something like that. So I think 
the important thing to remember is that everything's going well for the Timberwolves. Oh, yeah. It's as par for the course. This is just another, uh, you know, for a, an organization that has prided itself on being well run and, you know, studious and deliberate in all of their actions. This is <laughs> just another chapter in that book. Um, I was I was trying to decide the other day whether the Timberwolves are the Detroit Lions of the NBA because they've only won two playoff series ever, or if they're the Cleveland Browns of the NBA because they've been a laughing stock for most of their existence. It's hard to it's hard to tell. It's hard to decide. It really is. You can't really. Yeah, it's. I mean, the Washington Generals are already right. taken. So for basketball, yeah. so they can't that name's already taken. We can't have that one. Yeah, so I, man, it's, I mean, no one in their right mind would take Tibbs over Carl Anthony Towns, right? right? And I think that probably includes Glenn Taylor. Yeah, that's, that would just be crazy. I, I know we have that cult of the head coach, tough guy, gotta teach the kids how to play. I know that exists in certain circles still, but I think... Even the most hardcore Bobby Knight supporter, maybe even right. Bobby Knight himself, would say, "No, uh, Town stays. Uh, screamy guys got to go." Even even Bobby Knight would be like, "Listen, guys, there's <laughs> only one Carl Anthony Towns like every decade, maybe maybe less often. You, mm-hmm. for once in your franchise's sordid, sad life, actually lucked in to getting one of these players." And now your 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 tiny little despot of a coach is thinking about running him off. That makes no sense. That's the one Just guy that you want to keep happy. Somehow trying to move him for Luol Deng and Joachim Noah, seeing if the <laughs> contracts work out. Uh, Since as but um, as people, I mean, I pretty sure all of our listeners know this, that Tibbs is not only the coach, but he also makes all the personnel decisions. Right. He's so the if he president wanted to tra- of basketball he, operations or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He, if he wanted to trade Towns tonight, he could probably do it. <laughs> well, if you wanted to train Towns tonight, his only problem would be fielding increasingly good offers from the other 29 teams in the NBA <laughs> that aren't run by morons. That would really be the hardest, the most trouble he would have is finding enough phone lines and finding enough minutes on his cell phone plan to handle the calls from literally every other team in the league. Uh, Yeah, it's it's, it's insane. The the thing that's crazy is that we're talking about it right now. That's the crazy Mm -hmm. thing. It just is. It's so obvious that this is the opposite of what any normal person would want to happen, that the fact that we're talking about this is itself an indictment of Tibbs. It is. What we should be talking about is how Tibbs' curious yet useful decision to spend all summer at Carl Anthony Towns' house doing his laundry and stuff. That's what we should be talking (laughs) about right now. But instead, we're talking about the possibility of the Timberwolves trading their generation, their once-in-a-generation franchise player so that their coach can continue continue to give minutes to the NBA's worst player, i.e. Derrick Rose. And worst person. I mean, that's, um, so yeah, I, no, it's no, that's definitely something that's definitely a stretching, you know, flexing your muscle as a, as a coach and Dipo. Um, I, man, 
I, I'm angry about it, I think. The fact that you're speechless is probably the only legitimate reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think and, I just need to. Uh, I think I just need to relax a little bit. I got the best beer in the world here. I, I'm I'm good. I'm fine. It's summer. It's fine. You got the uh, surly coffee bender. Surly regular bender. Oh, awesome, Stu. I feel yes. I feel very known that you knew exactly what I was talking about when I said yeah. the best beer in the world. I I I, I knew you. I knew you come through. I knew you come through. Appreciate that. Um, uh, on, uh, on the top of the of, NBA, of, I, I, yeah. I want to speak of the NBA here, and I want to find out who you, Stu, Mister Basketball, are rooting for in the NBA Conference Finals. Are we? Have they given up and just started calling them the semifinals? The NBA seems like I, more than any other league, they've done away with the divisional nonsense and just been like, "Listen, it's fine. We're going to have conferences." <laughs> um. I, I don't know what they call them. I don't know what they I call do know either. that I I think uh, man I, probably LeBron. I think is, <laughs> I, it's definitely the the basketball Twitter play team of choice. Because yeah, he's doing it by himself again. Um, and it, I think it's worse than it is has been in past years. At least a couple of years, he, he had Kyrie Irving. Who, for yeah. all of his good or bad qualities, was another excellent player. Certainly mm-hmm. one of the top 25 players in the league, if not a top 10 player. But yeah. <laughs> now he has, I, I I literally, I'm not sure I can name another player on his team. Um, Is the ghost of Kevin Love? I uh, think so. Uh, Kyle Korver makes Kyle an occasional Kyle. three. Like... Uh, Boy, yeah. I've, you got me. Yeah, I there, there could be other players, maybe. And but here's the thing: he, we've all been watching the Cavaliers for like three weeks now, and you still can't name most of the guys on their team because no. that's what kind of team it is. It literally exactly like, when LeBron first came into the league and first started reaching the playoffs, and he was he ended up leaving Cleveland because they kept surrounding him with this cast of nobodies. That just could do nothing whatsoever. At it's all. happened again. That's where they're at again. Yeah, it's I insane. Mean, Kevin Love, uh, we love Kevin Love, of course, but mm-hmm. I, it's just the fact that he's dragged them to where he's dragged them by itself should be mm-hmm. worth a ring. Not necessarily an NBA championship ring, but some kind of ring. Yeah, and um, the team they're going up against, Boston, would be a lot of fun to root for, except for the fact that they're. From fucking Boston, and right. they don't they don't deserve good things, not ever. And they have the best coach in the NBA, and he lost his two best players, and has you know he has to win two home games to advance to the finals. So, yep. um, yeah, I it's crazy, man. I I I think I'm rooting for LeBron. I can't root for Golden State. That's I mean, I, yep. that's a that's, given. They've just they've turned into I don't even know what you would want to call them they're just not i mean they've and that turnaround has been complete i mean two years ago that was just so fun because they were just doing you know curry was making half court shots behind his back blindfolded and now you know two years hence it's just not even fun to watch they're just so 
good at everything and they have all the good players. Yeah, the turning and, point the turning point for me was really Kevin Durant. Yeah, but it's just both for the Warriors I mean, and for Durant himself. It was like, no, 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 no. This is yeah. not this is not what we yeah. do. This is not no, how I mean, I, anything works. No, I mean I get why you did it. I I might have done the same thing myself, but it just it's just, as the consumer, as a consumer, it's just not fun. Right. Um and Houston is I think we like to call them um, enigmatic, John. They're enigmatic. <laughs> that's um, that's correct. They um, score 130 points a game, right? Which should be awesome. It should be like the old Phoenix Suns teams that Paul Westhead had, or yep. Paul Westfall, one of the two. It but was one of those two. But it's kind of joyless, you know? Yeah. Is that the, I, there's just no spark there, and I don't know why. It should be more fun than it is. It's a lot of dribbling. Yeah, like when, it's just, when you oh. think of run and gun basketball, you think of like 1976 Big East teams just throwing yeah. nothing but behind the back passes to each other for 48 straight minutes. Like you think pistol yeah. beat. That's what you want yeah. out of your run and gun basketball team. And I think, <laughs> I mean, James Harden and Chris Paul are amazing basketball players. And on a purely exactly just appreciating how good they are at basketball. You can look at any one possession and say, "Oh, that was that was really amazing." Harden broke down the defense. Harden mm-hmm. found a found a whatever. But in in totality, it's just a dude dribbling the whole time. That's what they do. Yeah. That's their offense, and it's not fun. No, I I, I can't explain it, and it's just. It, it's just strangely like there's just no oxygen in the room. There's just no spark or anything. And I, it's, I don't know. It may, it's probably just us aging out of, you know, appreciating right. good things as much as anything else. But I don't know. I'm just, I'm, yeah. um, speaking of I'm good gonna... things, I feel bad. I feel bad that we're recording on a Wednesday night and hey, we have a, I'm keeping you from uh, NHL playoff game seven. I feel oh, I do no. feel bad it's, about that. It's going in the background, Stu. Don't worry. I'm okay. Luckily, good. we're only good. in the first period, or this podcast mm-hmm. would be getting real, real ugly, real <laughs> fast. Where I'm <laughs> just quiet for a while. And oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say, Stu? <laughs> I I wasn't actually listening or paying any attention to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. So um, we can we can. We can get into hockey later if we can get into it now. I'm I have no preference. I uh let's head into hockey. We, we gotta, what the heck? It's almost okay, Memorial okay. Day, so what better time to talk hockey? <laughs> All the NBA fans can yell at the NHL fans for their season going too long, and vice versa. It's a it's a vicious cycle yep. that has no clear winner. That's what we do. That's how we do mm-hmm. things. So Exactly. I am and I wanna know how you feel about this, Stu. I am not not pleased that the Vegas Golden Knights are in the Stanley Cup Finals. I thought that I would be. I thought it would be a fun story. But ultimately, I want Vegas fans to suffer like I have. And until they do that, I'm not interested. I I don't want to hear about it. And again, that makes sense because you love, you know, your... Minnesota Wild, whereas you know, as as a Purge man and Mister Puck, I see the game like I have the, yeah, I have the fifty thousand foot view. I've right. you know, I'm, I see, I see it clearly a little more. You're, I'm not quite as blinded 
by hatred as you, but I mean, I, I get it. Well, but no I one mean, is quite as blinded as hatred by hatred as I am. No, well, you know, again, Mr. Fingers may have to oh, disagree with that. I forgot about him. He's too, he's, he's spending his Wednesday in Oberlin. So, um, <laughs> um, I, I think the Vegas thing is probably, and I mentioned this on Twitter and actually got a fair amount of plaudits from, your Gileses and your Goldieses that this oh, is man. the most it's the most insane thing to happen in an American sporting like one of the one of the big four like in I can't even it's an expansion team that has to win four games to win the title right that's fucking crazy that's amazing that's like going to be the biggest sports story it might already be the biggest sports story of the year to say and if they it's win unprecedented. It will be doesn't really it does it doesn't really cover how impossible it is because as as a lot of people have been pointing out there's sort of this revisionist history going on where you 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 look at the season that vegas has had and everyone's like well of course they'd be this good they got to draft the 11th best player on everybody's roster blah blah whatever Mm -hmm. but even even knowing that things were far more rigged to give Vegas a better chance than previous expansion teams have had. Even knowing that after the expansion draft, everyone was like, man, I don't know what those guys are doing. Their team is terrible. Exactly. No one like, no one said after the expansion draft, holy shit, they got a shot. Everyone was still making fun of them that they're going to suck. Everyone was like, well, this will be, will they be better than Ottawa was when they were an expansion team? Yeah. Yeah, no one at the time said that it was rigged or socialism or whatever. And right, I mean, I'm looking, I, I'm looking at the Vegas roster right now. John, is it rigged to be um, having uh, all stars name? You know, household names like let's see, Derek Engeland. Yep. Luke Lucas Sabiza, <laughs> uh, Braid. Braden McNabb, which is clearly Donovan McNabb. He's just right. playing hockey now. They got and Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves and these guys all like played like significant minutes on a lot. These aren't like you know the fourth line guys. These are guys who played significant. I mean, this is they, they drafted some good veterans. They ripped off a Minnesota GM, which is again that's yeah. not they're not the first I mean, team to do that. Not Nobody exactly, not exactly playing that's against not really varsity. No, and now they have the playoffs and they have a hot goalie, which is you know a time honored NHL tradition. So yeah, um, but. I mean, the thing is, and this is true every year around the trade deadline, too. Nobody looks around and is like, you know, if I built a team out of the third-line centers on everybody's team in the league, man, we'd be unstoppable. I don't know how you'd stop a team Mm -hmm. like that. If we took Mm -hmm. a backup goaltender, a whole bunch of third-pairing defensemen, and a bunch of third-line, fourth-line forwards, man, that's the best team in the league right there. Nobody Mm -hmm. says, everybody looks around, especially at the trade deadline, and says, we want a top six forward. We want a top four defenseman. We want a starting quality goaltender. Nobody looks around at these guys, all of whom would have been available for just about any team in the league that wanted any of them and was willing to give up something. I think you probably could have had every single guy on Vegas's roster for a second round draft pick mm-hmm. at any trade deadline in the last four years. And nobody does it because they all want the elite guys. And it's it's wrong to say that things were somehow rigged for 
Vegas because they clearly weren't. But at the same time, I still don't want them to win the Stanley Cup because <laughs> they need to suffer. But here's, here's the other thing, though. I You think about it, there are probably 25 teams in the NHL that I would choose, if possible, to root against during the Stanley Cup playoffs. I literally... It's not like, oh, here are my favorites and here are the teams I really don't like and so it's easy to pick. Mostly it's like, man, I just I can think of one team that I'd be okay with winning the Stanley Cup Finals and every other team I want to lose in three games if possible. And I want them to be embarrassed and I want them to fold so that their fans are sad. I want the earth to be salted where all these franchises once grew is what I'm saying. It's, I mean... <laughs> I don't want I don't want any of the teams from Florida to win it. I don't want a team from California no. or New York to win it. Pretty much no. every team that has ever been in Minnesota's division or ever or is currently in Minnesota's division, I don't want to win it. Um you, like you hate said, Winnipeg? Yeah, I hate Winnipeg. Every team on the West Coast, every Arizona, no, not Arizona. Mm-hmm. Every team out east, uh, um it's like Boston, no. No, not interested. No. The Rangers, the Canadian. No, oh, nobody can stand no. Montreal fans. Both Pennsylvania teams can go to hell. How many teams? Every team that has stolen a team from a better city, like there, and there's so many of those. Arizona, they can all. They, I hope they never win anything. So, who does that leave you with? That's like zero teams. Um, it's basically the Wild and Seattle's expansion team. Yeah. And you'll learn to hate Seattle's expansion yeah. team when well, it comes time to do that. I do feel a little bit bad for Seattle's expansion team because I can pretty much guarantee that no matter how much money they pay, they're not getting the same deal Vegas got. <laughs> they're gonna so we have, have, to, start... have to play the first year with orphans. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to just, they're gonna be allowed to draft AHL players. No NHL players. No. No, you can have this chimney sweep we picked up off right. the street. He calls everyone governor, but I think he can skate. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your here, best player. Here is the people that were in the ice capades last year. You can have any four of them. Not the whole thing. <laughs> any four of them. No. They, they, accept payment, they accept payment in penny farthings. So that's good. <laughs> that's going to help you save money for free agents right. in year two. But, um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I... I so, it's a I think it's a it's a great story. Um, I hope they win because I think this is the best thing to happen to the NHL since Gretzky, and um, that's because it's front it's front it's the front page. It is it's in one of America's most you know biggest cities. Um, it's it's huge. This is such a it's such a big deal, and. I don't know that enough people have wrapped their head around just how big of a deal it is yet. I think if they win, it will be that it will, it will suffocate even, I mean, even if it's a LeBron uh, golden state rematch in the NBA, I think the Tampa Bay thing will be a bigger thing than that. And that's the NHL, which shoots itself in the dick whenever it tries to do anything. (laughs) Every possible opportunity. It, and it, they have now, and they accidentally, Gary, leave it to Gary Bettman to accidentally invent the best storyline for his league right. in 35 years. He did, he's done so many things to ruin the NHL. It would be, it would be somewhat Bettman-esque is if his efforts were were to go unrewarded, if he failed at failing. 
Oh God, yeah. So, so yeah, anyway, uh, I think I think I'm hoping for Washington to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they people, yeah, that's a, that, they, they suffer. They they've lost, suffer. They've lost a game seven 42 years in a row now. It was yes. mostly to the Penguins. They finally got past the Penguins. They probably by this by the time you hear this, everyone, you'll know whether they actually lost to Tampa Bay tonight or not. But <laughs> you have to think that. Losing in a game seven to Tampa Bay is about Washington speed. That's sort of what they do. They lose painfully, which is why I'm rooting for them. Because if there's anything I understand from sports, it's losing painfully. Oh, I, I yeah, it's Alex Ovechkin. I think would get along with us. You know, yeah, I, I think, think he would get. I think he would get us. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see? You you may not have seen this, but as it turns out, Ovechkin eats like the worst possible pregame. Like if you were going to design a pregame meal to try to make you unable to skate, you would eat (laughs) Ovechkin's giant helping of pasta with four different sauces or something like that. It just is absolutely the worst diet for anyone who's about to play in a hockey game. And he's one of the best players in NHL history. The the health secrets of Eastern European athletes is a book I would fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> just a whole chapter on Arvita Sabonis. He didn't like you know. He ate. He would like eat, just eat a cigarette. You yeah. know. He, he he didn't eat in ten years. All he did for no. workouts was just go and push and like punch trees in the forest, and then he would come back and be amazing at basketball. Yep. Ah, God. God bless you, Eastern Europe. Speaking of the NHL, Stu, the Wild have a yeah. new general manager. GM. Yeah, and as uh, noted, he said that just he's just here to do some tweaking. He's yeah, not here to know, overhaul it. it I, it's, I'm just, it's not an overhaul see, job. I'm excited to see him tear everything down and just let me check the transcript of this press conference before I keep going. Let's see. Where does he say tear down? Where did you say <laughs> Albatross long-term contracts? I'm not seeing it. My transcript must not be complete. Hmm. So tell <laughs> me more about this tweaking. Is this tweaking involving getting rid of all of the Wild's terrible overpaid players? Um, That would be, I think, if you were to do that, I don't think you could call that tweaking. I think you would call that an overhaul. No. So... Or, or, clear, or cleaning house, if you will. I'm... <laughs> We we make fun, but there's probably not much Paul Fenton, the new GM, can actually do because he's got several aging players who are on completely untradeable contracts. Your your Suter, your mm-hmm. Parisi, your Miko Koivu. About the only thing he can do is buy out Tyler Ennis because Tyler Ennis is terrible and he's supposed to get paid $5 million or something next season and ain't people are dumb in the NHL, but ain't nobody dumb enough to take Tyler Ennis on that kind of money. So about all you can do is give him a buyout and re-sign Matt Dumba and Jason Zucker. And that's about all they'll probably have any money for. That's the off season wow. right there. That's your wild off season preview. That sounds really fun. I can see the fans getting really excited for next year. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm on board. Let's play time. hockey. I don't know when tickets go on sale, but I'm camping out tomorrow. Uh, well, that's just follow everyone from Adina, then you'll find them. I am. Um, <laughs> you do. This is. I don't know if this is wrong or right, but when you do go to a wild game, you do get a very strong sense, even now, 
that 85% of the crowd can name maybe one player. You know what I mean? Like, they got their wild jersey that cost $270 at the Edina Hockey Lodge. And they're there. They're having a great time. They maybe got an adult beverage. And they actually are not really watching hockey very much. They're checking their phones, but not too into the game. Yeah, it's... Uh, am I right I, or am I wrong there, Stu? Is that just me? I don't think it's just you. I, I think it's been discussed here before that the uh, the people who really love hockey have pretty much been priced out of right. have, having consistent attendance at Minnesota Wild Games. And, I mean, I think that writ large probably applies to the Timberwolves and the Vikings, too. Um, I think the Twins just have enough games to where you could actually make that an affordable thing. But uh, And, of course, the Minnesota United uh, sponsors us. God damn it, I biffed the line, John. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a good 30-second spiel about Rising North Pale Ale and how it's really <laughs> for the fans. Um, but, yeah, it's – I mean, you've – so, I mean, I assume uh, as Quinn gets older, you'll try to take her to more games, and you'll you'll discover pretty quickly, as I did when I bought like a six game partial season ticket package to the Timberwolves, right. that it's just it's well, that's could could have really used that money. And you know, what? <laughs> gonna miss electricity in the house, but <laughs> you know, what makes me mad? <laughs> now I can't even take her to the St. Paul Saints. It used to be you could go to a Saints game. You could take the whole family and drink three beers, and it would cost you a total of $22 or something like that. But now mm-hmm. that they moved into their brand-new stadium, a ticket for a Saints game is like $35, like a like a real ticket. I, really? I, it's it's kind of insane. So that's Yeah, I didn't know that. That's, that's yeah. a whole... Like, for independent league baseball? Right. It's, Shit, man, I can go see... The, the St. Cloud Rocks are independent, and they're like... Seven, eight bucks, and you can get cheap beer and yeah. sit in the sun and Is the Rocks watch them play against Northwoods Thunder Bay. Team? Yeah, Northwoods. Oh, man. I, I really wish, and I know it would make no sense to have the Twin Cities have a Northwoods League team, but I I would enjoy some Northwoods League baseball. Yeah, I got to get to a game this summer. It's just, it's it's a really good time, and it's not 35 bucks ahead, I can tell you that yeah. much. I'll tell Damn. you what, my, my wife's from Wilmer. We're going to go back and watch the Wilmer Stingers play the oh, St. Hey, Cloud yeah. Rocks. That'll be awesome. Um, I believe, and I think Mike Johnson, who works for the team, actually listens to this. God help him. Yep. Um, I think Al Newman is still managing for St. Cloud. Oh, really? World, Seri- World Series hero Al Newman, I oh, think. That's a cool I list. could be wrong. All right, the one thing I want to stress to Mike Johnson, if he's listening... Don't give Stu free tickets. It costs like five dollars. No. He can afford it. No, no, I would. I would take beer tokens though. Yeah, that, that's. <laughs> he'll take all the free beer you can shove at him, but. Yeah, exactly. That's that's where that's where he'll lose on the margins right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's I. Uh, I don't know. It's it's expensive to do things anywhere, John. I realize yeah. that, but man, it's a bummer that the really into it. You know, fans, you're just guys who were at Met Stadium screaming at Al Secord to right. do impossible, th- physically impossible acts upon himself. Can't go yell yell the same sort of filth at, you know, anyone at XL because that would be half a fucking paycheck. If you had season tickets at Med Center, 
you should be allowed to buy the equivalent seat at the Excel Center for the exact same price you paid in 1993 for the last year. I agree with that. Yes, I agree with that. And none of these corporate tickets either. You got to be an actual person. Mm-hmm. You gotta be. I, you gotta be Mr. Chicken Fingers Senior. Mr. Fingers is yeah. That, yes, please. He didn't go to six years of finger school to be called Mr. Fingers. He's That's right. Doc- Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Your fingers exactly. too. So. Um, what else you got, Stu? I feel like I, um, I feel like we've got we've we've talked NHL, we've talked NBA. I don't I don't know what to say about the Twins except generally um, our, after our, my my daughter goes to bed and I turn the game on, there's guys I've never heard of who are pitching for the Twins. It's very it's hilarious. I mean, in the three weeks we were off for three weeks, weren't we? A total, right? I th- yeah, they both recovered from their horrible start and then had another slump. So. Um, <laughs> Boy, and now they've happen. sort of, yeah, so they've sort of righted the ship. I think they lost today. I didn't see any of the game. Can't tell you what happened. I was at last night's game, and one of the unknown players pitched the ninth inning, last name McGill. Who's who, McGill, John? Who, 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 who is that? Is that a, I don't know. Is that a Twins it's, player? Is, he is that who they named? The nor- that is, is, yeah, the, he, was, he pitched the ninth inning. Is that the guy that... They named Northwestern's journalism program after? Is that him? <laughs> I think so. I mean, that usually gets you a spot pitching in the ninth inning of six yeah. games against the Twins. I mean, for the Twins. Oh, 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 pardon me. I'll pitch. I'm a McGill grad. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I gotta... It is an interesting experience opening up the newspaper and reading the game story in the newspaper and having to infer from the context and then check the box score to verify whether certain players play for the twins or not. <laughs> like not too long after old Bobby Wilson got called up, there was, you know, Oh, he's think, a big, thick boy. I think Bobby, I think he hit a home run or gotten a single or something. And I legitimately read to the end of the story and then had to look at the box score to determine whether Bobby Wilson played for the twins or not. <laughs> It's like, yeah, oh, it's... oh, oh, that makes, I guess that does make more sense that he plays. They sure got a lot of quotes from this guy that I'd never heard of, but turns out he's on the Twins. Who knew? Yeah, um, 80, 80% of the Twins infield uh, as of March 15th is currently sidelined. Yeah. 
We got no third, got no third baseman, got no shortstop, got no first baseman, got no catcher. Right. It's I mean, Brian Dozier, um, the team's most valuable player, Eduardo Escobar, and three other guys just doing their best. The funny so. thing is, you could make the case that Ed has been their most valuable player for a while. Like, and we just didn't really appreciate it. I, don't I feel. Think. Like, I mean, we appreciated it, but not I feel like to the, the extent we probably is, should have. The sportive is very much out front with the Eduardo Escobar appreciation. We love him so damn much. And he is. Tom Thibodeau is going to try to trade him for sure. All, there's, oh, God, he will. He'll try to get some fucking guy. Why can't I? Oh, he's somehow will wake up and he'll have traded him for Tony Snell. And Tony <laughs> Snell's going to play third base until training camp starts for the Timberwolves. <laughs> why, is, why is he wearing his Bulls jersey on the field? That's weird. That's uh, that's. That's God. not right. It's not right, Tom. No, it's not right. But um, yeah, twins. I, I've watched a fair amount of them in the our our weird sabbatical. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's that's the pitching's been okay. Um, it's just they're so the offense has been understandably depleted. Their best on base guy is hurt. Um, their best power hitter is hurt. Uh, Buxton is still. He's almost back to early 2017 Buxton, but his toe is ab- absolutely broken still. Right. So I can't imagine trying to get your swing figured out and trying to put any weight on your broken fucking toe and then going out and playing, you know, gold glove defense. It's I don't know. I don't know how they expect him to improve this year. I imagine he will because he's awesome and he'll start hitting again like last year, but it's probably going to take some more weight in and – Logan Morrison's playing a little better now. Um, his well, slump, he'd have to. <laughs> his, yeah, it's, it's, it'd be hard to play worse. Uh, Dozier is still in a major slump. Uh, Eddie Rosario, if it, the other Ed isn't the MVP, it's Rosario, even though he yep. makes mystifying decisions every third game. He has played well enough in the field and hit enough home runs and been basically c- carrying the team. Right. So, um, along with the other Ed. So, and the pitching's been. Pretty much fine. Lance Lynn pitched damn near a shutout last night. Granted yeah, against was... the t- granted against the team that was batting Nico Goodrum fourth. So, <laughs> which is like the, oh. I think I knew Guardy. That's when I knew Guardy really was back because he's playing guys from the minors who should not be batting right. cleanup. That that was he's... such a Jason Tyner move. Oh man, it was gorgeous. Who is better? And. I think every other Major League Baseball team made a real mistake when they chose not to hire Gardy to run their terrible tank job rebuild. Because he's perfect for yeah. that. He legitimately oh, yeah. doesn't care. He will He will take – if he took the baseball equivalent of not even the Vegas Golden Knights, but like an old NHL expansion team, like you weren't allowed to draft anybody else in the big leagues and he just had a team made up entirely of Rule 5 picks, Somehow Gardy would ring 75, 80 wins out of those guys. I don't know how it's possible. He's he's the manager from Major League come to life. <laughs> it's, you, know, I mean, you don't think the White Sox would rather have him right now? Yeah. White Sox are, as bad as the Tigers are, they're at least, you know, not the White Sox. The White Sox are so bad. But they don't have Gardy there just, you know, cracking wise. All the guys he's worked with for 20 years just hanging out. Yeah. Running Nico Good run, running Nico Goodrum out in the cleanup spot, just you know, having a good I, old time. I did not realize, and I should have realized because it seems so obvious in retrospect. 
but I did not realize that the guardy that guardy had brought the guardy retirement home with him and rick anderson and joe vavro were on the staff of course they are oh, of course yeah. they were but <laughs> it just it didn't occur to me that another franchise would let him get away with that like no no it's okay ron you we'll we'll find some other coaches for you 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 can't just hire your buddies <laughs> but they're having the time of their lives oh this is just great this is like you know they thought you know they got let go from their jobs. They were like, you know, getting old. Ah, oh, crap. I got a couple years till retirement, but I have to go work at, like, Walmart or something. Yeah. Stocking shelves. Hope the hardware out of the, out of, spot. Yeah, yeah. Out of the blue, they just get the sweetest pair, the golden parachute of managerial jobs. Just, <laughs> you know, just do it for a couple years. We're going to do some draft picks, work on the minors. Probably cut you loose, you know, afterwards, but you'll be 65 by then. It'll be all good. Yeah. Carol will be happy to have you back. You can buy, maybe buy the place in Little Canada again and just move back if you want to. We don't care. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. fine, Ron. Exactly. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the my baseball report for you, John. Yeah, that's about that's about all we got. The the Twins are not good. Oh, and Cleveland, they're not good, but Cleveland is also really struggling, so. Yeah. There's it's still nice. there's still reason to watch. Um, and by, um, I had mentioned the pitching earlier. Uh, Barrios had a during the twin slide was sliding really hard himself, and then the last two or three starts he's been borderline lights out. Romero is still super fun to watch. Uh, so and Fernando Rodney has not given up anything since that horrible Yankees game. So uh, there's. It's still worth watching. I don't know how it'll be in a month, but for right now, if you see them on FSN, um, they're probably still worth just hanging out or right. you know listening to listening to in the garage on the radio back on eight three zero where they belong. God damn it! <laughs> back in eight three zero where God Himself yeah. intended them to be. Correct. Uh, well, that's did you want to talk about? It, it, you do yeah. look at the American League standings, and it's like, well, this is it. It's going to be yeah. every day you're going to see how the Twins did, and then you're going to see how the Indians did, and that's mm-hmm. the pennant race. There's no wild card. You don't need the wild card. Oh, no. Year. It's going to be Boston nope. and New York and probably Houston. Uh, maybe yep. if the Angels ever get it together, maybe them. But other than that, it's the Central Division race or nothing. First team to 82 wins wins the division. Go for it. If that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's do you want to talk about season. your, do you, do you want to talk about your links? Yeah, they, they, uh, I, I think you ask about them the same question that we asked about the Spurs for 11 straight years, which was, is this the year that they get too old? <laughs> it might be the year they get too old. And the, the one thing they have going for them is they still have Maya Moore, who's amazing. So, there, there isn't a basketball LeBron, but if there was, or a WNBA LeBron, but if there was, it'd be Maya Moore. So yeah, um, they they have that going for them. But other than that, they got a lot of veterans. They got a lot of veteran leadership, and not a lot of energy. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, watch. Do you know what the WNBA playoff format is this year? I they may have changed it. At one point, it was like 
a seven-team playoff, except there are a whole series of one-game playoffs or something like that. I don't know what it is, but it kind of feels like the Lynx may just aim for about the number four seed, if you see what I mean. Yeah, I uh, man, I, I watched uh, the opener um, at a bar by a dance competition in Burnsville, Minnesota. Shout out yep. Burnsville, the way one um, and yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean it was a close game. But um, they did, and it, it just looked maybe like a quarter step slower than the Sparks, and I don't know. I, I What this does, I think, is it does give Ricey a really good chance to tweak the uh, Gophers' athletic department by saying that their um, hiring of Lindsey Whalen is sabotaging the links because you can't pay <laughs> equal attention to both. I can see that column is probably three-quarters written, if I had yeah, to guess. I, I so. don't... I feel like that's one of the ones that he – there's no reason to bother writing it in advance because it'll take maybe 10 minutes to get through the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Just, just he got to hit all of his marks. Yeah. Just so who he's going to troll the hardest. Flow out of it'll the It'll be perfect. No trouble getting that one done. Oh, yeah. That'll be easy for Roycey. Um But, yeah, I, uh, again, although it's a – we have a two-game sample. I think they played tonight. Uh, when we started recording, they were up by 14, so I imagine they're now – uh, one and one instead of zero and one. So, yeah. but yeah, it'll be something to it'll be something to follow this summer because they're the only professional franchise that has exhibited any sort of competence on a consistent basis for the last twenty years in this state. And uh, yep, we pr- we definitely should talk about them more because God knows they've earned it. Unlike literally everyone else that we talk about. Why why are we not allowing ourselves to be happy? I guess is the real question. This team um, because is amazing, it's... and they're from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I I don't see why we shouldn't allow ourselves to enjoy this. I don't know. Um, and their their coach is salty as hell, which is awesome. She's basically, you know, the WNBA version of Popovich. She's yeah. got the rings, and she's just incredibly salty. And that's absolutely the best combination of things: competence and saltiness. <laughs> um, I I'm sticking with my fire Tibbs hire Cheryl Reeve. Playing for the Timberwolves oh, too. I'll, I'll several be, people. I, I put this on Twitter, and several people are like, "No, we're not ruining the links for the Timberwolves." Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> good. <laughs> you were expecting some misogyny, but it's like, no, leave the links alone. God yeah. damn it. No, she's amazing. They're amazing. Just let them continue to be amazing. Don't ruin this. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Man, um, let's see. There's no Vikings talk. Um, Stu, I I do. I don't necessarily want this to become corporate chill zone, but I'll make you a deal. You tell me okay, about new beers from Surly. You tell me what to look forward to this summer from Surly, and in return, I'm going to complain about Minnesota United for a while. Deal? I think that's perfect. I think that'll okay. work out great for everybody. All right. So, tell um, me, okay, what what Surly got going on? Uh, well, this week, John, we had introduced our second summer variety pack. Our second variety pack. It's a summer themed variety pack. Um, the last one was a, of our. It was a winter themed variety pack, right? A winter one with a, with with a rye IPA as the fourth, like uh, right. um, like an exclusive beer to the twelve pack. This one will also have an exclusive one. It's called Heat Slayer. It's a Kolsch style ale. Right. Uh, it's a germ- so it's a very Germanic, a very a very clean. 
um, crushable. Like I think the the ABV I want to say five point oh. So oh, that's definitely right in the sweet can, spot. Yeah, so you can have a couple of them. It'll be fine. Um, we're celebrating that on Sunday at Surly. We're having a thing called Slay Day where for you can basically for thirty bucks you can have all the uh, heat slayer you can drink and all the Germanic type food you want. Oh man. So, I'll see you there. You get to keep the glass. Yeah, it'll be great. I mean, it's going to be hotter than hell, I think, if I've seen it, right. So. That is the correct way of referring to this weekend. Yeah, so oh. so we got Freezy Pops, too. I know we bought a ton of Freezy Pops. I think we, <laughs> I think we, we took Omar's credit card to Costco and went apeshit. So. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, going to be a good time. I think, uh, I think I'll be there if any of the listeners are going to be there. I think I'll be there. And yep. basically, so it's just like an alternative to people who don't want to deal with sitting in traffic by Treasure City in Royalton for five hours. Right. Um, they can just stay home, go down there, get on the train, do whatever you want. I don't care. Well, um, I, I, I myself am <clears throat> planning to record a podcast about the trouble spots on Highway 169. Um, nice. Nice. I, I'm sure that'll... <laughs> It, it'll, it'll be surprisingly popular. Maybe I'll make it a call-in show somehow. People can just call in and talk about <laughs> the worst places for traffic in Minnesota on a holiday weekend. And Actually, it, you know what we could do? That could be a segment on next week's show is if like people are <laughs> heading out for the weekend and if they get yep. stuck. Like the Albertville Outlet – I've talked about this many times on here before, and I'm sorry. But like the Albertville Outlet Mall is like the bane of my personal. Uh, that is my personal Saigon. Right. I can't. I can't get out. Of, it's in my head. I'll never get out of it alive. I understand it, and I think other people have similar stories about similar right. spots. And I, I know people head to Duluth on this weekend, like probably like right around Pine City or the uh, the Carlton exit or whatever. That's just awful. So, yeah, uh, people who are listening to this, if they want to send in to the sportive uh, Twitter yeah. account, Ask their personal podcast. traffic, their night, your nightmare spots for traffic, we can maybe cover them right. uh, either uh, next week or the week after um, because yep. they're probably – I don't know if there's going to be enough sports to get a, get to a show next week or or enough talent. But yeah. um, we'll we got to get four, to them in the – We're going to have a four-hour traffic podcast lined up and all ready to go. <laughs> send it to us on Twitter. Put it on – Put it on the Facebook page. Do yeah. there, there's so many ways to get a hold of us in yes. social media form. I think that's all the social media accounts we have. We may have more. Yeah, I think I, I think that's it. I don't our, think our, we have an Instagram. <laughs> I don't. Pretty sure we don't have a Snapchat. And if we do, don't 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 get involved with that one. That one is not official. You don't want to see yeah, what's don't. on there. Yeah, don't don't go to our LinkedIn page. I think it's just a gif of Lee Harvey Oswald getting shot by Jack Ruby <laughs> with like some with like L O with like L O L superimposed over it. And yeah. I don't really know why that's there. Rick but, Spielman's uh, face photoshopped over yeah, yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald's <laughs> face. It's bad. It's bad. Man, was, Real bad. That was, nobody wants. That was nobody pretty wants dark, to see John. It. Speaking of pretty uh, dark, John, did you want to complain about the soccer team? Oh, I did want to complain about the soccer team. That was part of our deal. Um, they're. I don't know if there's necessarily it's necessarily complaint worthy. It's just it's frustrating because every game is a little bit the same. Like in the first half, they're going to give up one, probably two goals that they should not give up. They're going to give up a thousand chances and Bobby Shuttlesworth, the goalkeeper, is going to have to make three amazing saves and 
at least three saves that he shouldn't have to if he was playing behind any normal defense. Um, <laughs> the hell of it is that they they have they they traded for a guy named Eric Miller who's from Woodbury who's engaged to one of the Coleman, so that basically makes him royalty. Um, and he's been awfully good. They have another fullback, Jerome Tiaison, who's pretty good. And yet the combination of two guys who are struggling at center back and a sort of half-hearted approach to defense in the midfield just makes them porous. And it's, it's frustrating because the same thing happens every week and it's the same two center backs, Francisco Calvo and Michael Boxall, that play every week. And it's not like they don't have any more center. Like, they have more players on the team that can play center back. They could say, you know what, this is this is not going real well. We're going to put some other guys in. But that hasn't happened yet. I'm not entirely sure why. I think the, <laughs> the saving grace in a sad way is that Calvo is going to be going to the World Cup with Costa Rica here in about a week. I think I, I, I think teams start training maybe even after this week's game. So then Minnesota's going to have to shift away from playing Calvo at center back and probably put Brent Coleman, the, another Woodbury native. If you can have a half Woodbury back line, Stu, that's what you want out of your soccer <laughs> team. You want as many Woodbury... That. You want as many Woodbury grads as possible. I, I I can't help but support also bringing Brian Coleman, Brent's older brother, out of retirement because you know <laughs> then you can have a three quarters Woodbury back back line, and that's what you that's what you really need. So you always want to get guys who can, you you want guys who can cut the line at Portillo's to <laughs> be on your side, basically. All right, uh, let's um, see. Where's my piece of paper where I can write down? You want guys who can cut the line at Portillo's. <laughs> um, now, just so we're clear, the Coleman brothers, they, we don't have to worry about them going on the U.S. side for the World Cup. Oh, no, they... Never, uh, never, Calvo's never the only Calvo's the only current guy that's going to be on a World Cup roster. I'm sure you can look forward to the Sportive World Cup Preview podcast um, right after that traffic podcast drops. Because <laughs> I know yeah. that everybody else on the Sportive <laughs> is super thrilled about the World Cup, especially without the United States in it. So, yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, that's uh, that's 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 quite. I, I think that's probably. I know it hasn't gone to the back of your head, but I think in the general sporting populace, forgetting that the U.S. didn't even qualify for the only soccer event that matters <laughs> to right. the United States. <laughs> it's, it's that, all the all the promotions that are going to be running here in the next week or two, and you will be reminded time and time again. The U.S. could not beat Trinidad and/or Tobago. Yeah, even the and, combination of Trinidad and Tobago, they couldn't beat. No, nope. uh, I just—it's—it's—it's. It's, you're a better soccer mind than I am, and you know how awful that is. But uh, what is what, what say, isn't awful? Yeah, what isn't awful is the uh, Rising North Pale Ale that you can get at each United home game and at you know the pre-match parties at our destination brewery. Did you know right. a dollar goes to the Mississippi Park Connection, John? I don't even know what the Mississippi Park connection is, Stu. Um, they clean up the parks along the Mississippi River, John, and a dollar from every Rising North can sold in the beer garden during a pre-match party goes to the park connection. And that dollar is used to pay people to not throw garbage on the ground? Um, basically, just to pick up cigarettes, I think. That's pretty I much, see. I think. Yeah. What would it take? And other, th- and other things, but 
I think cigarettes are a key part. Is there a beer that I can buy that would keep people from throwing things on the ground in the first place? Um, I don't know. Getting people to have common sense and taking care of being good stewards of the environment probably is a bridge too far in the Trump era. I don't think that's ever going to happen. So, is, um, Does Surly feel bad that they're contributing to people throwing garbage on the ground in the Mississippi River? Surly does feel bad. Yes, it does make Surly feel bad because uh, we have to clean it up then. We could, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a lot of work, John. You it's a lot of parks. Do- you could be taking that dollar and spending it on Freezy Pops at Costco. But instead, here you are, cleaning up parts. Here you are, cleaning up butts. Um, Do you have any other complaints about the soccer team, John? I don't. I Like I say, it's mostly just frustrating. And the other thing that's frustrating, we talk about, we we talked a lot about Vegas, but last year, the, the team that came into MLS, Minnesota, Atlanta, another expansion team, they made the playoffs. This year's expansion team, Los Angeles FC, is going to make the playoffs. Um, I actually, I saw them play last weekend in Portland and they were pretty, uh, pretty good. Whereas Minnesota has been pretty much terrible since they got started and, or at best uneven. And it's just, it's frustrating. Why is it only us that has to suffer? Why can't other people? John. Like Vegas. I know. I know. I don't know, John. I just don't know. I wish I could. I wish I could tell you. Yeah. I wish I you can't. could that. Yeah, um, we got. We do have another. Uh, we'll have another uh, one of our uh, small batch beers uh, coming out here in the next couple of weeks. I um, think it'll be a very good uh, summer-oriented beer for everyone. It's a pale ale with a lot of zest, uh, citrus Ooh, zest in it, and zest. so um, yes. So I think everyone will like that one. That'll be coming out. I think first week of June. So it'll be there, citrus. There, there's my, will it be called extra be a, citrus? I, no, it was not called that. I did pitch that, and that would have caused brand confusion. So we <laughs> shot that one down. Um, I have no other potential names. I'm sorry, I can't help you here. No, that's okay. You're you're, still, you're trying your best, man. And that's important. I do, I do what I can. I, I'm here to help. Exactly. That's that's what everyone says about me. Um, you got anything else to sports related, non sports nope. related? How, Boy, how, we covered we covered everything. I think there's no there's no gopher stuff, right? At all? No, I I do want to say that I read an interview with Mark Coyle that indicated strongly, not definitively, but strongly, that he knows where his office is. So that's good. I'm glad that after two years, <laughs> so, hey, he he's you know, finding it's a, the corner John, of the Beerman Building. It's a big campus, John. It is. I mean, it's a big campus. It's a really big campus. For a year, he, you couldn't get. He lost. thought he was in his office. Turned out, he was on the River Flats. Turns out he was the kitty cat club. Yep. How he thought that was his office, I have no idea. I don't know, but it but, happened. Hey, you can't exactly. blame him. These things happen. I was a, I was a freshman at the University of Minnesota once. It's hard to find things. It really is. So, I, I wish him the best, honestly. You got to give him a pass. Um, yeah, exactly. is, is dance over for the summer yet, or does it keep going all summer? Um, let's see. All adjudicated uh, competitions are done. She still has her recital left which is in a week and a half. That is also the one where I participate in the dad dance. So I've got two more practice. I think we're pretty much locked in. It's, it seems it'll be a little easier this year. Maybe just because I'm used to it now, but, uh, give us a dad dance. What's the the song? Um, it's a medley. They're all medleys, John. They're never not medleys. I, I recall little eye of the tiger. I recall little dance dance by the fallout boys. Um, 
I think there's some Dream On by Aerosmith in there. That's Probably a couple others. Even if it wasn't a dad dance, that would be a pretty dad dance. Yeah, it's a pretty dad dance. Um, so yeah, oh, that'll be coming up uh, next weekend. So, I just and then yeah, she's done for the year after that. I wanted to tease you kind of, but I just realized that there's every possibility that dad dancing could be in my future as well. It absolutely will be in your future. They love to humiliate you, John. That's that's their thing. It entertains them. It makes them smile. So yeah, the humbling will become be coming for you soon, like a thief in the night. <laughs> The humbling will come for you soon. The humbling will come for all of us someday. The humbling comes for us all. All right, that's a great way to end the podcast. All right, yeah, we almost hit an hour, man, with uh, just the two of us, but we actually found stuff to talk about. I'm happy with us. Um, I I miss everybody else. I miss you, Brandon. I miss you, Chicken. Chicken fingers. um, It'll be good to hear from you guys again someday when you're back from vacation slash out of prison. I hope just, uh, Mr. Fingers, just I hope you get out of um, Sarah Lawrence College alive. <laughs> don't, don't use your old material there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, do not, don't, yeah, don't, you, your, your, your tight five, your tight five on armpit shaving is not going to go over well. Great it's, time it's just for not. some new material. Don't do this stuff from Exactly. Don't no, do this no, stuff no, from don't TV. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe work, don't, don't and don't workshop anything either. Just yeah. get. This is not the have a plan and stick to it. Get in, get out, get out alive. Good luck, Clarence. Or no, he died. Good Uh, luck, chicken. Yeah. Good luck, whatever your name is. Uh, Thanks for listening, sportive listeners. It's good to be back. Thanks for keeping us in your podcast feeds for Mm -hmm. these long couple of weeks that we've gone without a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, We'll see you next week or the week after. How's that sound? That that it sounds possible and that's what's important it sounds absolutely it sounds like we might be able to kind of do it maybe right all right good talking to you Stuart. all right goodbye yep. goodbye good talk to you, john later hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.